Friends Rap Podcast, episode 158. 10 tips for setting boundaries around your work. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey there Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's great to have you with me here today. And today you have me for a solo show. It's been a while, I think, since I published one of these uh, on the public podcast feed. I usually do my solo shows for Thriver Circle members now, but we're having one of those months that has five weeks instead of four. And uh, I had something I wanted to talk about. So here we are together for a solo show. If you enjoyed this episode and you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to the show uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I think I'm pretty much everywhere now. (laughs) So, and uh, if you do enjoy this episode, I'd love to hear hear from you what your biggest kind of takeaway is or what you're going to implement. So do get in touch with me. You can uh, say hello on Instagram at create and thrive. Or shoot me an email, get in touch on Facebook, however, or just leave a review of the show and uh, leave a review about this particular episode. I do love to read reviews that kind of reference particular episodes or particular topics that I've covered. Uh, it makes me realize that I'm you know, on the right track and that you're getting value out of what I'm sharing. So thank you to everybody who's left a review already and uh, thank you in advance for anyone who's planning on doing so. Before we start, Imagine this, you walk into your favorite boutique or gallery store and there in pride of place are your beautiful creations. Is that something you'd like to see happen? If so, I've got the course for you coming up very soon. Wholesale know-how will take you through all the steps you need to take in order to set up your business to successfully wholesale your handmade goods to shops and boutiques all over the country and maybe even all over the world. To find out more, head on over to wholesalenowhow.com. Class is going to kick off on September 10th. It's a 30-day course with a lesson every day, so it is quite an intensive course, but it's also a live course where you'll have interaction with me and my co-teacher, Melanie Augustine, who is an absolute expert and has been running a very successful full-time wholesale jewelry business for many years. Remember, Check it out now, wholesalenowhow.com. Don't miss the cutoff. Class does kick off on September the 10th. So today I want to talk about setting boundaries around your work. So this is around when you work, where you work, and not only setting boundaries for yourself, but setting boundaries to other people as well. So I've got 10 tips for you on ways that you can set boundaries. Why is this important? It's important because you want to stay sane. (laughs) It's important because you want to get work done. It's important to find that groove where you're getting the work done you need to do without being stressed or feeling guilty and you're getting plenty of time to do other things that you enjoy as well. So let's dive into these 10 tips. Number one, set work hours. If you haven't done this already, I highly recommend that you set work hours. Now, I know for some people this might be more difficult because you have, you know, a really busy schedule, you're going places a lot, and uh, there's other people you have to kind of consider in your schedule. However, you know, most things 
week to week are pretty similar, right? So you should be able to set some sort of schedule. If you're working at home full time, I highly recommend you have a work day or work hours that are dedicated to your work, not only for your sake, but for everybody else's sake too. So that when you have those set times, everyone in your family knows that's work time for you and that's what you're going to be doing and that they need to respect that and give you the space to work on that thing. So number two related is to have a dedicated space. If you can, having a room or even a corner of a room, preferably a room because then you can close the door, (laughs) which is ideal. Uh, But if you know, a lot of us don't have a whole room, so a dedicated space or corner. And if you don't have that, then have your stuff stored in a way that makes it really easy to put away and get out again. So you're not constantly wasting time getting everything set up, putting it away and finding things in random places. In other words, get organized with it. So a dedicated space is great because you can set everything up. Then you, when you sit down to work, it's all there. It's ready to go and you, you can just get straight into it. Uh, same thing with a small space you know, in your house somewhere. If you can put a desk somewhere, Uh, and have that space dedicated to your work it's absolutely brilliant because not only do you then have that space which saves you time and energy it also has a mental feeling about it you know when you go to that space you're going to work which especially when you work from home is a really powerful uh, mental trigger to kind of tell your brain it's work time now number three get childcare if you need to So I know a lot of you are mums and dads and you're working, you know, with your kids there at at the home during the day or they come home after school or whatever it might be. And obviously you want to be there for your kids and spend time with them. But there comes a point where if you're not getting work done because you have, you know, maybe you've got a child who really needs stimulation and wants your attention constantly you're probably finding it incredibly difficult to get work done this came up recently um, in the thriver circle which is part of what inspired uh, this episode this is you know one of our members has a child who is being you know very clingy and she's finding it really hard to get work done now i'm not a parent but i obviously was a teacher (laughs) so i've worked with a lot of parents over the years and uh, you know have a big extended family and i know all children are different and you have to you know work differently with different kids however there comes a point where you might just have to get some childcare, even if it's your partner or a family member taking them out once a week going to taking them to the park ideally somewhere you are not because if they're in the same house chances are if you're the primary caregiver they're going to default to you if they want something even if someone else is there so ideally uh, the person helping you out with the childcare will you know uh, will take them somewhere else or keep them occupied uh, or you know a babysitter or even even official you know uh, childcare I know when I was really little uh, and I'm an only child so and we lived in the country so my mum actually took me to kindergarten from when I was like two years old. This is back in the early 80s. <laughs> I don't think childcare per se was really a thing back then, was it? I don't know. Uh, so, you know, I went to kindy once, or, I think one or two days a week from when I was really little. And it was great because I got to play with other kids. You know, I wasn't just at home with mum all day. So I think childcare, especially for only children, is incredibly useful. It's, you know, helps them socialise. In other words, if you're feeling kind of guilty about the idea of 
putting your child in childcare for like a day a week, I think it's a really good thing. And uh, it allows you to have the time to really focus on getting your work done in that time so that when you do have your child with you, you can feel, spend time with them and not feel guilty about sort of, you know, having this split responsibility of your brains wanting to do this one thing and, ah, uh, you know. So I think it's a really powerful um, strategy if you are finding that difficulty. Number four, it's kind of related to the first three, is to enforce boundaries with friends and family. This is easier for some than others. I understand that. However, it is 100% up to you to decide on your boundaries and enforce them. You have to you have to believe in them for yourself first. You have to enforce them inside yourself first. So if you decide this is my workspace, these are my work hours, when I'm doing this, I need to focus. Just like if you went to a job somewhere else, you wouldn't be available for people to just walk in the room and ask you to do things or question you about stuff you know you you'll be in another place and people would take your work seriously you need to take your work seriously first that is the first thing if you don't take it seriously and enforce boundaries within yourself no one else will either so set your boundaries enforce them realize how important this thing is to you and own that it's important and realize that you know what that's okay I deserve this, I want to make this thing happen, and then enforce those boundaries to other people. Uh, You need to learn to say no. You really, really do at the end of the day. You need to learn to say no, to enforce boundaries with people in a loving way, but loving doesn't always mean being a pushover. Um, I remember when we used to live with my parents, well, not with my parents, but we lived on their property uh, in their shed. Long time listeners may remember those days. So we lived in this, you know, tiny little two kind of two rooms and we lived and worked in there for years and years and years. When we first kind of settled there for a while, my mum, bless her, would just come and talk to me constantly. (laughs) She would just wander up from the house to tell me some random piece of news that Honestly, I really didn't need to know, perhaps, or that could have waited till the evening when we, you know, would go down the house and see them or when we had family dinner together a couple of times a week or whatever it might be. But she had this idea in her head that because I was there, she could come and talk to me anytime. And it took a while, but I just had to be firm and say, Mum, I can't talk right now. I'm working. Mum, I can't talk right now. I'm working. Mum, I can talk to you at this time. Well, actually, I got to the point where one thing I decided to do was she and I, I took her out once, I think it's once a week or once a fortnight for a coffee date. Just her and I, we went out, had a, had a chat, had a, a chance to catch up. And that really helped because it felt, you know, I think she felt like, uh, okay, I'm getting your time, you know, your full attention when we do this thing. And then the rest of the time, you know, during the day, I understand you're working and I can't just come and chat to you when any random thing crosses my mind. And it took a bit of work. Um, I won't go into details as to why, but eventually it was fine. And she understood that and she was cool with it. And everything was awesome. So I, I actually know how hard it can be to set these boundaries with people you love, but it is important. So you need to do it and just keep being a broken record saying, I'm working now, I'll talk to you at and give them a time. I'm working now, go talk to, you know, if it's a child, go talk to other parent or other person in the house. 
and you know don't fall into giving in because if you constantly just give in you've taught them that that's okay that yep i can totally go bother mum or dad when they're working and they'll they'll do what i want them to do they'll they'll do stuff on my schedule rather than me doing stuff on their schedule so enforcing those boundaries is really important and you're not a bad person for doing it you're just setting boundaries for when you need the time to work number five if this really doesn't work (laughs) so if you you're trying to enforce boundaries within the home uh, if you're really struggling with this number five my advice is to leave the house and work somewhere else now i know with your craft that might not be possible necessarily Uh, you might not have a craft that's portable or that you can do in public spaces (laughs) you know if you're a knitter or something maybe but me I, i can't silversmith in the library right however there is you know as you know if you've been doing this for a while there's an awful lot of computer-based work that we need to do in these businesses and that's the sort of work you can do somewhere else take a laptop take your smartphone go somewhere else go to the library go to your cafe whatever it might be and yeah get out of the house and leave everybody else to their own devices <laughs> if if they're not respecting your time in the home uh, that you've enforced do this for starters and you know really set that i'm going to work now i'll be back at this time and then turn your phone off or you know at least turn all your notifications off and uh, don't respond during that time unless it's a super duper emergency so that is number five is leave the house if necessary to start that training process for everybody you know it sounds awful i'm training them but i don't i can't think of a better word for it Um, teaching perhaps (laughs) but it is a repetitive thing it's more like training you know you need to keep doing the same thing and and being firm to these boundaries and all of this stuff stands for yourself as well you know if you're working at home and you're just faffing around every day not actually sitting down and getting to work at a certain time and then suddenly it's 4 p.m and you're like what the heck have i done today i haven't actually achieved anything then you feel stressed and then you feel guilty and anxious and it's a horrible cycle so by setting those work hours right back to number one and sticking to them you'll feel way more accomplished and way more calm and settled about your routine so speaking of that number six is work rituals set up rituals around your work that help you get into the groove for example i exercise in the morning then i have a shower get dressed and i go to work Sure, I'm literally walking up the hallway (laughs) to go to work and um, my office, so my um, computer and all of this where I'm recording this right now, is actually in the same room as my yoga workout space, but they're separated. Um, I'm going to have to do a new video. Um, I might put one up on IGTV soon because I've rearranged my office and it's really it's zoned now i have three zones in this room because there's a really big room it's like a, it's actually a second lounge room in our house that i've turned into my my lair <laughs> um so yeah having these rituals things that indicate i'm going to work now are really helpful it might be something as simple as making a cup of tea or coffee and going and sitting down at your desk lighting a candle whatever works for you and it's nice to have these at the beginning and end of the day as well so for example like i said i get up i go for a walk or do some sort of exercise in the morning um, do yoga have a stretch shower get dressed then i get to work in the afternoon at the end of my work day i go do something active again because i've been in you know i've been sitting down working all day so i usually go for another walk in the afternoon and that's lovely like it's just 
this nice clear break between work and the rest of my life. So I'm finished work, I shut my computer down, go, you know, get changed, get my walking shoes on and go for a nice long walk and it's just lovely. So having those rituals can be really, really helpful to setting those boundaries and um, making them flow and sticking to them because you've got something to look forward to. So number seven is related to this and this is take a lunch break, like take proper breaks. If you are actually working from home, it's really easy to get sucked in (laughs) to just working nonstop without actually having a break. And it's not a healthy way to be because your body needs well it needs sustenance but it also needs to move every so often you know we get into these bad habits and I am totally guilty of this um not so much these days but definitely in the beginning of my business the first few years of just kind of sitting at my computer for hours and working and getting you know obsessed with something and losing track of the world flow state can be awesome not so awesome if you're doing it all the time but yeah having these breaks so a lunch break an afternoon tea and enjoy them and make them an important part of your routine i really love lunch you know i nick and i obviously are here all day together and most of the day we're doing separate things you know i'm working in my office he's in his office or he's um, doing some work around the yard or in the house or he's downstairs in the jewelry um, workshop so we kind of we you know we see each other to say hi hey during the day but we always sit down and have lunch together and that's a really nice um, thing to do and dinner of course but lunch during the workday. number eight okay so have a plan for your time kind of to assuage your guilt so if you are in the position that you aren't setting these boundaries and you're letting your own mind overrule you and or friends and family members and I didn't really touch on the friends thing but this is just as important Uh, you know friends who think oh you work at home that means I can come and talk to you or ring you up or drop in or of course you're free to go do this thing not necessarily so the boundaries I talked about earlier totally go for your friends as well as your family Um, you know Nick and I are really lucky most of our (laughs) most of our friends have traditional uh, you know nine to five Monday to Friday jobs and so we see them on the weekends so that's easy we also live way away from like we live gosh like an hour away from our closest friend um not by choice necessarily but just where we chose to live because we love it here is a little bit further away so uh it's kind of easy for us that and all of our friends and family you know i've been doing this for so long now that they totally understand that it's a job it's a business just like anything else and so nobody ever expects this sort of stuff out of us anymore, which is really nice. But it take it can take time if you're transitioning from being, you know, available whenever to no, no, I have work hours now and I, you know, I need you to respect that. So you can sometimes feel a bit guilty about taking the time, you know, so having a plan for the time you're going to be spending. Say, and so you have something to say, you're like, no, no, I can't right now. If that's not enough, you can say, I've got this project I need to have done by this due date, blah, blah, blah. You know, I have actual things that I'm doing. This is not just playtime. So, you know, having those plans, having goals set, having things you can talk about with people and make them realize, oh, hang on a second. They are serious about this business and I need to give them that space to make it happen. Uh, number nine is to have set days off off 
have days off please uh, I, it's really important especially if this is your full-time thing I did this I worked seven days a week for a very long time it was not the best thing I burnt out do ye not what I did uh, having time off is vital to recover and recoup your creativity your energy you know to get out there and do other things so having days off is super duper important and sticking to those so for most of us it's probably easiest just to have the weekends off because that's when the rest of the world has time off right um, but if that doesn't work for you choose another time even if you know you can't have a full ta- full day off have a half day off or something to- you know, a few times a week whatever it is with your schedule but my my top recommendation is you really should have at least one whole day off a week yes you don't have to check email yes you don't have to be on social media like i mean a literal proper day off there's absolutely no reason not to do that Uh, and i think it's incredibly important for your mental health in the long run to have that time off so do make that a priority if it's not already for you to have a set day off and stick to it and enjoy it and number 10 (laughs) please turn off your notifications seriously turn them off get rid of them just switch them all off you don't need instagram facebook your email snapchat whatever the heck else binging at you constantly that you've got new messages or likes or comments or whatever this is a whole nother episode but you should have times in your day when you're scheduled to to deal with those things to check in and process any messages comments blah 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 If you have them turned on during your workday specifically, you are going to be constantly distracted. Some people literally put their phone in another room so they can't be distracted by it while they're working. If you need to do that, do it, whatever it takes. Uh, I don't always have my phone nearby, but my phone is always on silent, always on silent. I don't have any notifications turned on and it doesn't distract me when I'm working for those reasons. It doesn't light up, it doesn't ring, it doesn't bing, it doesn't you know, go on. That being said, and this might be a nice trick for some of you, uh, my phone is set that if someone in my contacts list rings me, it will ring, but no, no other thing. So if it's someone not in my contacts, they'll go to a message bank, I'll get back to them later. And you can you know, choose people, I think, whose messages can come through as well. So you know, I know some of you might be in situations where you need, you know, you've got kids at school or whatever, and you need to be contactable, but set it up so that you know, those people can contact you, but everything else is really not necessary. Uh, it's just gonna distract you from your work. And you might also prefer to have the notifications turned off during your leisure time, because then it doesn't distract you from that either. Um, it's, I've been, I've told this to people, you know, face to face and they've kind of said, what, I can't do that. I can't turn off my notifications. What if I miss something? FOMO is a serious problem in our age. And are you really missing something important? Really, honestly missing something important. If you don't respond to that Facebook comment within 20 minutes, probably not you can get to it a little bit later and it's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, Same with the email, same with Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever it might be. You know, decide on times where you're going to have things switched off, whether it's when you're working, hopefully when you're working, at a certain time of night, you know, you turn everything off so you can relax and have a nice 
good sleep without being distracted. So turning off those notifications is a really powerful tool and I can't stress it enough how much difference that can make to your life. So there we go, 10 tips for setting boundaries when you work from home especially. So I hope you got a lot out of those quick 10 tips. Some of them probably might have made you feel a little uncomfortable or made you um, wonder if it was actually possible to do, but I hope it is definitely well. I know it's possible and you, if you value yourself and you value the work you have to put out in the world, you deserve the space and the time to make that work a reality. So I hope that you make the time to make the things that matter to you. I'll be back again next week with another episode of the podcast. Remember to subscribe if you want to hear more episodes just like this one and more interviews with amazing creatives. I have some awesome interviews lined up over the next few months with fantastic people, fantastic, inspirational, knowledgeable people. So keep an ear out for those upcoming episodes. And I'll speak to you again next week. Bye for now.